Yo, what is good, everybody? It is your favorite fat boy Ray Ray coming at you with another fat boy takes. I uh, hope you guys are all doing great. Uh, I know Corona's kind of crazy right now, uh, so I hope you guys are staying safe. Uh, you know, protecting yourselves, doing all that good stuff, so you don't catch it. On uh, today's pod, we're gonna talk about. Obviously, we're gonna wrap up free agency because you know I haven't parted for I think like three weeks, and free agency is pretty much over. So now I can say who's the winner. And we can talk about the Lakers and Clippers, the late-minute pickups they made, basically, because the first day I talked about it, it was literally while it was going down. So now we can talk about it now that they have their roster set in stone. Uh, they're the only ones that pretty much made moves, so we're just going to talk about that real quick. And then I'll give my predictions for Rookie of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, and MVP, just like I did last year. And this time, I'm not going to... I'm. Gonna, we're also going to talk about... Um, basically the the top four seeds in each conference that I think will be the top four seeded teams in each conference. Um, I don't want to do the whole pick one through eight because literally, oh, and also pick two sleepers. That, that seems more accurate. I'll pick two sleepers and I'll pick my top four seeds. And yeah, because I don't really want to talk about, you know, eight teams when I don't have to. Because to be honest, Outside of those top four teams in each conference, they're pretty much irrelevant after those top four seats. Um, and I hate to say it, I hate to be a fucking hater, but it's it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just gonna be honest and not even waste my time doing that shit. Because um, I'm pretty sure this pod's going to be pretty long. I have a feeling it's gonna be a long one. So grab a coke, grab some chips. You know, be a little fat boy. You know, grab a beer, grab something. Strap in, boys. We going in. Oh, and also I have to put in a disclaimer. I just got a mic arm, so like the mic is like kind of close to my face. So I don't know if it's super loud. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, your boys, you know, upgrading the setup little by little. Yeah, I know. Yeah, boys been grinding, so I have extra dose. So I've been uh, investing in the pod a little bit more and also my streams. So yeah, hopefully, it, you know, it sounds better. And I'm sorry if it's a little louder. Alright, so now let's get into it. Basically, the last time I potted, uh, the big moves were, I guess, the Bucks were trying to sell Bogdanovich, but that deal fell through. I don't know what happened. I guess the NBA is going to investigate it. I guess they think some fishy shit went on. So yeah, so the Bucks just ended up with uh, Drew Holiday as their big move. Um, and I feel that that was a good move for them. But the thing with that move, I don't know if it's going to solve any of their problems. Their issue was creating half-court offense. I don't know if that solves that. Uh, but I guess we'll see. we got to see what it looks like. Um, and also, Montro Harrell to the Lakers was like one of the pickups at the end of the night that day. So I didn't get to talk about that. And then Serge Ibaka for the Clippers was like the next day. And then they got Batum like a, like a two weeks after. So, so like I said, it's, I, it's pretty good that I have not potted because a lot has happened since that last pod. Um, so basically, I feel that the winner of free agency is Gordon Hayward. It's not the Lakers or the Clippers. It's fucking Gordon Hayward. The reason I say that is because Gordon Hayward got a fucking thirty million a year contract. He got he's getting one hundred twenty million again. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I'm a Gordon Hayward fan, but let's be real. The Hornets are fucking idiots. Um, I hate to say it, Michael Jordan, you were a great player. You suck as a fucking GM. 
or as the owner. You're a fucking dog shit owner. I don't understand. Sell the fucking team. You're literally making garbage ass decisions. You did make a good decision by drafting LaMelo Ball, though, because that's going to fill the seats once Corona's over because people are going to buy into that hype. But, yeah, uh, Jordan, sell that team. You're literally fucking throwing away money. Like, I wish I had money like you to throw away at this point. I'm gonna, I'm just going to be real. Um, so Gordon Hayward is a clear winner of free agency. He got another max contract after fucking breaking his ankle the first year against the Seas. After coming back and playing like complete dog shit. Um, he played okay his the third year. Um, and then he got injured again in the playoffs when they needed him the most. And the man still got a max contract. Mind you, there's players out there like Jalen Brown that are more productive than, than Hayward. And are getting paid $10 million less than you. That is insane. Um, but whatever, I guess Jordan felt the need that he wanted to get a player, uh, a better player. I don't know. This team to me is like an eighth seed in the East, so it doesn't even matter that they made these moves. The team's still going to be bad. Um, yep, yeah, so Gordon Hayward, the winner of free agency. Now let's talk about the Lakers. I feel like the Lakers getting uh, Montrezl is a good pickup for them. And the reason I say for them is because I feel like like he did not he was good with the clippers but he does he doesn't fit as well with the clippers i feel like he fits better with the lakers um uh, and the reason i say that is because they just need him to like rebound and uh you know get stuff around the basket because um he's not a shooter he cannot shoot above the free throw line he's also a, a mediocre free throw shooter his free throw shooting is not that great um, so to me, I feel like that pickup was very, very good for the Lakers because all they're going to need them to do is come play defense, get rebounds, and just score around the basket. So that's a great pickup for them, I feel. Uh, but we'll see how it f- how it fits because you know the Lakers still don't have very much shooting. Uh, I don't know if they'll be enough. I don't. And then also that KCP contract. Uh, that's another thing that went down. I feel like that's a good contract. If he can play consistent. I don't know if he'll be able to play consistent. But his defense was great in the finals. So I'm assuming that's what he got paid for. And also big ups to all the young gods that fucking got paid. Big ups to Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitchell, Jamal Murray. Well, Jamal Murray got paid last season. So Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitchell. Uh, The only questionable one that I feel that is kind of questionable is the Bam Adebayo. Because Bam Adebayo literally only had one good season and they paid him a max for one good season. But whatever, we'll see how that works out. Uh, the Heat feel like he is their guy. So that's good, I guess. Um, but yeah, so big ups to those two. That's just uh, sorry for st- stopping talking about the Lakers, but I just wanted to give those guys a shout out because they got paid and they deserve it. They deserve every penny. Best players on their teams and their teams are doing well. Um, so yeah, back to the Lakers. Basically, I feel like that was a good move for them because I'm pretty sure I don't know if he's gonna come off the bench or is he gonna start. They don't know yet. Um, but I feel that is a good move. Even if he comes off the bench, it's good. It gives uh, AD rest, even though he's an undersized uh, center. I don't know where they're gonna play him. I don't know if they're gonna play him at center or power forward. We'll see. I guess when the season starts, because really preseason doesn't really matter. You don't really see the scheme or anything. 
So, yeah, now to the Clippers. I think for the Clippers, they got a dude that they needed. Serge Ibaka is a good defender, and the man can stretch the floor. He can make it easier for PG-13 and easier for Kawhi. Uh, Serge Ibaka, I'm going to be honest, played very, very well during the playoffs. The man shot lights out. He played good defense. Um, I think what the Clippers have done was very, very good for them, just like the Lakers. Like A lot of people are like kind of questioning these moves, but you guys got to understand for like the Lakers, Montreal fits perfectly for what they need. And for the Clippers, Serge fits perfectly for what they need. They need to stretch the floor. They need to <clears throat> open the, the paint more. So they're going to do that with Serge. So that's good. And you know he's, he's a good defender. So you got that going for him. Also, the Batum pickup for me, I feel, is a good pickup for the for the for the Clippers because I feel Batum was an elite defender at one point in his career. Maybe he'll get back to that point now that he's on a good team. Because you got to remember, he's playing for the Hornets. They're literally getting smashed out every night. A lot of people are just kind of like, "Oh, what happened to Batum? He used to be so good." But I'm pretty sure now he's going to play better. He's going to be in a better system, better team. So that's a good pickup for, for the Clippers. <clears throat> oh, and also, the only bad pickup I feel like the Lakers made, like personally, this is just how I feel because from the eye test, I don't feel like Marc Gasol was a good pickup for them. Yes, he can stretch the floor, but Marc Gasol was atrocious on defense in the finals. Like not in the finals, in, in the in the playoffs he was not he did not look like himself and it was weird because he during the break he like got in really really good shape like he he was a little bit thicker during the season and then once the the break they got that four month break or whatever he came back ready and i don't know he just didn't look he didn't look good he looked sluggish which was weird because he was skinnier he didn't shoot well at all. His defense was bad. Yeah, so his defense was bad, but we'll see how he work how he works out with the Lakers. I don't know. We'll see if he's looking any better. Uh, but yeah, that's like the only that's like kind of like the only questionable move I feel like the Lakers made. Cause at one point he was an elite defender. We all know that he wants a defensive player of the year. But we'll see how he how he how it, it works out. Cause he's older now, and like I said, he didn't look very himself during that run against the Seas. He was really bad on defense. He he couldn't buy a three-pointer uh but we'll see but maybe for the lakers all i need him to do is play some average ass defense and you know just get boards you know at this point in his career i don't know if he's gonna be the elite defender that he used to be or you know maybe you know he'll he'll get threes no matter what but i feel like that's like the only questionable move but i i think he'll be okay but we'll see it's like sometimes you know these players go to another team and they just you know they've kick it up another gear but we'll see uh that's like the only questionable pickup i feel that the lakers made but other than that the lakers pickups were fucking solid same with the clippers really really good pickups both of them like great pickups man um and yeah that's pretty much it about free agency that's all that went down nobody else really made any moves also Darian fox got paid that's another player i forgot i almost disrespected that young god by night but not saying he got paid. Congratulate him. Big ups to him. He's going to stay with the Kings. Hopefully the Kings put pieces around him. We know that that kid is the real deal. Um, and I'm just going to say this right now. Luca, they're about to bring out the Brinks trucks for Luca in Dallas. So 
the next player that's gonna get Ricky that's gonna get well not Ricky but dude that's still on a Ricky contract that's gonna get paid as fat get paid fat is Luca and that's coming next year and I'm pretty sure Trey Young will get paid fat by Atlanta as well um yep <clears throat> so that's pretty much it on that that's the whole free agency wrap up pretty much and now we're gonna start talking about the top four seeds but I'm gonna give my Ricky of the year predictions first the MVP defensive player of the year and here we go all right everybody so here we go so I'm gonna for the rookie of the year I am going to pick LaMelo Ball I don't know if it's gonna be like a landslide you know unanimous but I'm gonna be honest to me I feel like he is the one that's going to get the most opportunity out of out of all these top five picks because he literally is going probably going to be a starter I don't think he's gonna come off the bench so he's gonna start um, they're probably playing with Terry uh, so I feel like he has a really good shot of winning rookie of the year over Wiseman and Anthony Edwards yes Anthony Edwards is going to get minutes he's going to start but the thing with Anthony Edwards is I don't feel that he's going to be able to make as big as impact as LaMelo the reason I say that is because Anthony Edwards is going to play behind Carl Anthony Towns which he's going to be the number one option we all know that he's the best player on that team and then he's going to play also behind D'Angelo Russell so but you never know we'll see <coughs> I just feel that for Edwards it's gonna be a little bit harder for him to win the rookie of the year than it'll be for LaMelo same thing for Wiseman. I feel it's going to be the same thing because he has to play behind Steph. He's going to have to play behind Draymond Green. And he's going to have to play behind Andrew Wiggins. That's already right there. I feel like he, I don't know if he's going to get enough time with the ball, you know, to show what he got. But we'll see. Maybe he'll, you know, he'll, he'll show something and they'll play through him. But I doubt it. Like I said, LaMelo Ball to me is the rookie of the year. I feel that he has the the best shot of getting it just just because he's going to get the more minutes he's going to get the more opportunity to show what he can do so that's my rookie of the year pick um defensive player of the year award um i think the defensive player of the year award this year is definitely going to go to anthony davis uh i don't think he got robbed last year giannis was on another level um but i do think then Anthony Davis wins the Defensive Player of the Year uh, award this year. And it's probably going to be between him and Giannis again. I'm just going to be honest. I don't see Rudy Gobert. I see, yeah, Rudy Gobert will be in the running. But it's going to come down to Anthony Davis and Giannis. Um, and for the MVP, to be honest, the MVP, it's going to be a race. But... I have a feeling that Luca is going. Nah, I want to go with Luca, but I'll tell you guys why I can't go with Luca. Um, the MVP is literally going to be Giannis or LeBron. Those are my two picks for MVP. Oh, and I'll even go as far as to put Anthony Davis right there. I would love to put Luca like there that he can win it, just because you know he's he's such a good player. But to me, I feel that LeBron's going to have a better a better seed than Luka. Like, LeBron has a better team. 
So it's gonna be Luca. Like this, it's just gonna be LeBron over Luca on that for that simple fact. That's why I can't pick. I can't pick Luca over LeBron. There's one, and then Anthony Davis. I can't pick Anthony Davis over Luca for the same reasons I just gave for LeBron. <clears throat> also, Giannis. I can't put. I definitely like. Definitely cannot put Luca over Giannis for the simple fact that Giannis might get the one seed again in the West in the East. So that that's just that. Like I'm like I get it. MVP is the player that is the most valuable to their team. But I don't see the Mavs being a top seed in the West. I still feel maybe they'll crack up into the fourth seed. Who knows? I can't like it's hard. Maybe if he has him in the fourth seed, maybe he has a shot at winning MVP. I think that's like the only way if he can keep the the Mavs like a fourth seed, fourth or fighting for the fourth or three seed like the whole year. I think that's the only way he wins MVP. Um, and also another thing, Prozingis being injured might fuck Luka for winning MVP. The reason I say that is because they're going to lose game. I ha- I hate to say it. I know Prozingis is going to get injured this year. 100% going to get injured. I hate to say it. Also, I do want to put KD in that conversation, like for MVP. But I don't know. I don't know how good the Nets are going to be. Because also, you got to factor there. Well, I think KD will be fine. I don't think KD is going to get injured. Just because how he plays, he doesn't use a lot of his athleticism. Like he'll do like step backs and all that stuff, but he's not really trying to get to the basket every time. That's the good thing about KD; he can shoot from anywhere on the floor. So I don't know, like, but the issue with KD, I have a feeling Kyrie is the one that's going to get injured. Kyrie has gotten injured, and like big injuries for like the past three years, and it makes him miss a, miss a lot of amount of time. So that might screw KD. Um, so to me, the two front runners this year for like the three, cause it's going to be three. I'm just going to say that now the three front runners to me to win MVP are LeBron, Anthony Davis and Giannis. Uh, I think LeBron will probably win MVP this year. Uh, I hate to say, I think he's going to win MVP. If LeBron does not get injured, I'm going to pick him for the MVP. Uh, just because, you know, he's back. So, you know, he's going to, all eyes going to be on him again. And hopefully, no, like, I really hope none of these dudes, get, none of these players that these dudes play with get injured because then it will totally fuck up my predictions. Uh, but whatever, even though if I'm wrong, I don't care. It's not a big deal, you know. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it for the rookie of the year predictions, the the MVP, and the defensive player of the year predictions. And now. Let's get down to the juicy one through four seeds of the East and West and the two sleepers I'm going to pick. And, of course, I'm going to give my reasons why I'm going to bore you guys. I'm just kidding, dudes. All right, so here we go. All right, y'all, so here we go. We're going to get into the the seeds in the West first. Uh, I believe that the Lakers will probably be the first seed, so I'm going to go, with the, I'm going to go from one to four. I think the Lakers will be the first uh, seed in the West this year. Obviously, they're defending champions. They made really, really good roster moves. So, to me, I feel like this team will probably be the first seed in the West this year. Um, I just think, you know, Anthony Davis doesn't get... Well, I'm going to be honest. 
I don't think any of them will get injured, but if the Lakers do get injured, I don't see them taking the one seed. But if it's a fully healthy, let's just assume that the team's going to be fully healthy. Um, I expect them to to get the one seed. Obviously, they made those big moves in free agency. Obviously, I have a feeling that it's not going to look good at It might not look good at first. They're just going to get their wins off talent. But this team's going to look really, really solid after having like 30 games played together. Uh, just because the simple fact that they played, they, they, they just added so many new pieces. So at first they might look a little shaky. But once I have a feeling once they're like 30 games in, this team's going to be looking super, super solid. Um, so yeah. And also, you know, LeBron still has a lot to prove. You know, LeBron's trying to get another chip. He's trying to catch up to Jordan. He's trying to catch up to Kobe. So I think even though LeBron is saying all this fucking mumbo jumbo, like, I'm going to take care for the season off. Shut the fuck up, LeBron. We know you're full of shit. You're a fucking stat patter. Everybody knows you give a shit. Don't act like you don't fucking care. Uh... Basically, he's trying to bamboozle us, acting like he ain't going to try his ass off. You know this man is trying his ass off. This guy will be in a game when they're in a 20-point blowout win over here trying to pass stats. So I don't want to hear this fucking baloney saying that, oh, you know, I'm not going to try until fucking the All-Star break. Get the fuck out of here with that. We know you're full of shit. Be real. We know you're going to go ham. Uh, And Anthony Davis, I feel Anthony Davis is just going to keep playing well. Um... So, you know, they have those two juggernauts, LeBron and and Davis. So, I'm picking this team as my one seed. Um, and like I said, it's going to take a bit for them to look, like, great. I think they might struggle a little bit at first. If they don't struggle at all at first, I'll be really, really surprised just for the simple fact that they added so many pieces. All right, so now let's get into the second seed. I feel like the Clippers will probably be the second seed again. I for I just have a feeling Kawhi's not gonna load manage a lot this year. I don't think he's gonna do it. He he saw what happened last year. They were not able to build any team any good chemistry. That was one of the reasons they lost to the Nuggets. Like you're up three one. There's no excuse for losing. Then um, obviously they had chemistry issues, which Lou Williams literally clearly stated in that exit interview. He kept bringing up chemistry, chemistry, chemistry. And I agree with him. They didn't have the chemistry they needed. He was right. They got a, they got by because the team was so much more talented than those other teams. You saw, uh, The Mavs gave them a scare. I don't think they did. Never mind. Let me take that back. They weren't losing that series. Uh, Luka wasn't winning that series alone. Um, but I feel like Lou Williams is right. You know, they need to build chemistry. They need to learn how to play by moving the ball more. Uh, a lot of them would the ball would stick sometimes. Like, like I feel like I have a feeling that this year Kawhi is gonna come back with a vengeance. He's gonna show like, yo, I'm a lot. I'm gonna start locking motherfuckers up since the beginning. He ain't gonna be waiting. He's just gonna try to to like get these motherfuckers dubs. Um, and I have a feeling this is a, a redemption season for PG thirteen. PG thirteen percent from three. Um. I feel that PG has to come out and show that he needs fucking business. After that atrocious-ass playoff run, this man needs to fucking show that he he can get it done. Also, he just got paid a fat fucking contract, so he needs to, needs to show why he got paid that much. And he needs to show that in the playoffs. 
when it matters. That's when you need to show that shit, Paul George. Don't be over here fucking, I'm dropping 30 points in the fucking regular season. But when I'm in the playoffs, I'm dropping 15 and playing like dog shit. No, you need to play good through the whole fucking season and through the whole playoffs. Show us why you got that money, boy. And then, um... I like their pickups. I like the Serge Ibaka pickup. Obviously, I think that's also a great pickup for them because Serge Ibaka has played with Kawhi. Um, so I think it'll be really, really good for them. I like, I lo- like I said, I love that pickup. That's like, the that was the pickup for them. Um, and I think this team is gonna try to build chemistry off off the rip. And I have a feeling that this this will the starting five is literally pretty much the same. So they're going to be fine. Uh, they might look a little better than the Lakers, just by a little bit, because the Lakers are adding pieces just when the season starts. But I feel like once the season has progressed more, I think the Lakers will look better and have more wins by the end of the season. Oh, and also remember, they're only playing 72 games this year. They're cutting out 10 games. Um, so I'm going to go with the Clippers for the second seed in the West, and then I'm going to pick the Denver Nuggets as the third seed this year, the again I picked them. I think last year I picked them for the the fourth seed, and I was wrong. They were the third seed. I think they'll stay the third seed, even though I feel like they lost a lot. They lost the Jeremy Grant. It was that Jeremy Grant losing. Jeremy Grant is going to be big for that team. Jeremy Grant was the dude that would guard the LeBrons, that would guard the. You know, the best wing player on the other team. So, it sounds like they're putting all their all their stock on Michael Porter Jr. Yes, Michael Porter Jr. played solid once the, the restart happened. And in the playoffs, he played solid as well. But the problem with Michael Porter Jr., he couldn't guard anybody. Like, yes, uh, Michael Porter Jr. is way more polished than Jeremy Grant on offense. But he's lacks defensively. Like, they need Michael Porter Jr. to be a lockdown defender if they are going to try to get out of the West. They're going to need that kid to play well offensively like he did last year and be a killer defensively. I don't know what he worked on in this offseason. I've just been really busy. haven't been able to keep up with anybody's stuff. Usually I do. I couldn't this year. Um... Obviously, because it was in the summer, in the in December, like in the in the winter slash fall, it's like the busiest time of my job, so I haven't been able to keep up. But we'll see. Uh, the Nuggets obviously some see something in this kid that they let Jeremy Grant go and didn't pay him. Like, I get it. Jeremy Grant was trying to get his money and he got it, but that's going to be a big blow for the Nuggets if Michael Porter Jr. cannot step up his game this year defensively. Um. They also, I think they also lost uh, Malik Beasley, uh, which is another good wing defender. Um, so that's going to hurt them as well. Um, but like I said, they're putting all their stock on Michael Porter Jr., hoping that it's going to pan out. I guess we'll find out next year. Literally, next year, it's like do or die for Michael Porter Jr. They'll know if he's going to be the dude moving forward. Um yeah, so that's going to be my third seed in the West. Also, like one more thing. I think Michael Porter Jr. is a good player. He's very, very polished offensively. But I just got to say that I had a point out. I had a hate on his defense. His defense was pretty bad. 
come playoff time. So I guess we'll see though. That's like to me why I can't put I can't put the Nuggets over the Lakers or Clippers just for the simple fact that they have that big question mark because they lost Jeremy Grant, who was their best defender on the perimeter. He would defend all their wings, literally all the tough matchups, uh, all the best offensive players on the other team. So we'll see how that goes. Um, for my fourth seed, I'm going to pick the Golden State Warriors. I know a lot of people are going to be like, what the fuck? Without Clay? Oh, man, that's a terrible fucking fourth seed pick. Here we go, boys. This is exactly why I'm going to pick them. Um, I think Steph Curry is going to have an amazing season. He's going to play really, really solid. He's going to play great. Hopefully, he doesn't get injured. Draymond Green is in shape coming into the season. Usually, he comes in fat. He's in tip-top shape already so that's a plus right there and you know what this team's going to give you defensive this is going to be a team that's going to be top 10 team defensively so there's that and offensively you know they might struggle a little bit but i'm the the, because without clay clay is like what 20 points one of the a good two-way player Mm. so but i love i love 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 the killer Oubre pickup for this team they could not have picked a better player to pick up in the offseason. Um, Kelly Oubre is a dude that fucking defends his ass off. He's a really good 3 and D player. Which I think is going to be really good for this system. Well, he's going to be good for this system. So, a lot of ball movement. You know, a lot of wide open shots. It's perfect for him. As long as he can play the, his role right, he'll be fine. To me, the, the, the big question marks for this team is like... If they're going to get that fourth seed, third seed, second seed, like try to move up, you know, this team is not going to go as far as Curry, Curry takes them. I'm just going to say that right now. This team is going to go as far as as the Wiseman takes them and Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins is like those two dudes are like the key dudes to see how good this team, the potential of this team. Like... The reason I say that is because you already know what you're going to get from Curry. You already know you're going to get them 25-plus points from Curry. Like, you know that. Uh, We don't really know what Wiggins we're getting. Like, Wiggins is like an anomaly. Like, I hate saying this. The the dude is talented. Like, one one of the most athletic players in the league. But it's just weird to watch him play. He's so passive. It just, I don't know, like, I feel like they need to get that fucking aggressiveness out of that kid's ass and make him fucking go to the basket, go to the basket, go to the basket. I think they're, I think, to me, I just feel that the success of this team weighs on Wiggins and Wiseman. Um, Because Wiseman is going to be the starter. He is probably going to be better than those two other centers they have. So, to me, I feel... The Warriors will be the fourth seed. Um, And uh, the sleepers for me, I'm going to have to pick the Mavericks as a sleeper. Um, Obviously, they had the the best offense last year in the league, but their defense was bad. So that's literally where they lacked. But a big reason their defense was bad was Prozingis got injured. Prozingis missed a lot of games during the season. 
I don't know if Prozingis can stay healthy anymore. He hasn't been healthy since what he tore the ACL. He kept he plays a couple of games. He gets injured. He plays a couple of games. He gets injured. Um, Lucas so far has shown that he's durable. He's not injury prone. He's one of the best players in the league. Obviously, top five player in the league. Um, but the thing with that is, like, I can't. I don't know if Luca's enough. Also, they did make those pickups in the offseason. Quentin Richardson uh, from the Sixers and uh, Joe Johnson, the MMA dude. I don't know. It's kind of calling the MMA dude. I hate to say it like that, but the MMA man. <laughs> but yeah, um, they're trying to beef it up. They're trying to get more toughness. They're trying to get better defensively. But I hate to say it, Luca is not a good defensive player. Unless Luka's been working his ass off on the defensive end, Luka has been one of the worst players defensively in the league. I think him and Trey Young were like the two worst worst defenders for their position last year. So unless Luka shows me he can play some better deep, some fucking defense, I can't put them over any of those teams that I picked. But I did pick them as a sleeper because they do have the potential to make noise. But I need to see more from Prozingis. I need they need they're going to need Prozingis to be healthy the whole season to make any noise. I don't see I'm gonna be honest, I don't see that happening just for the simple fact that he's literally been injured ever since he came back. So that's why I'm picking these dudes as sleepers. Yes, they're still gonna be good. Luca's gonna do his thing. He's gonna get he's gonna get his players a lot of wide open threes. We know that. Um also I've like, I just don't know. I, we're we're going to see um, how, how it all plays out. Um, and for my second sleeper, I'm going to pick the the Trailblazers. I like what the Trailblazers did in the offseason. I think uh, they got Ronnie Hood back. That was going to be really, really good for them. I know Ronnie Hood's coming back from an ACL, though, so we don't know how much we're going to get back from him. But I like that Ronnie Hood pickup. Um... So the running hood pickup um, was is good for them. Uh, I like the Ernest Cantor pickup for them. I think that's a good pickup for them. When Ernest Cantor was playing for them, he was playing well. Um, obviously, he's gonna be a prop lack on the defensive end, but you know he's gonna get them a lot of rebounds. He's gonna he's just one of those players that does the dirty work, and he does not care. He'll grab rebounds. He'll get putbacks. Literally, he the dude plays hard. Um, but I like, obviously I'm, I, I hate, I'm not going to bet against Dame and CJ, but CJ needs to stay healthy. Dame's always healthy. CJ needs to find a way to stay on the court and not be injured. Like the whole, like, yes, he has like minor injuries or whatever, but they affect his game and you see it. Um, I think Nurkic is going to have a monster year. He's bounced. This is a bounce back season for Nurkic. He played good. Once he came back for the restart, but I feel like he wasn't in shape for the simple fact he couldn't really work out. You know, he was trying to like work, get his leg ready. So this year I have a feeling he's going to come in healthy. So those are my two picks for the sleepers. I think Dame and CJ, you know, obviously two very, very talented guards are going to do well this year. And then Nurkic is going to ball. So I have this team, like, I think this team will fit, like, I think... This team and the Mavs will be are going to be fighting for like the fourth and fifth seed all year. Um, 
those are my predictions for the West and my two sleepers. And now let's get into the East. Uh, for me, I think the number one overall seed in the East is going to be the Bucks. Obviously, you know, they're going to, they have their two-time reigning MVP, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, and he's just going to keep balling. We're going to see if he worked on anything in the offseason. If he comes back with a shot, Jesus Christ, good luck Eastern Conference. But we're going to see. I don't know what that man's been working on his game. I don't know what he's been doing. But we're going to see. Also, I like, the, I like the Drew Holiday pickup for the regular season. Like I said, he's going to get them. You know, he's going to. They have a floor general now. They don't have a, a Eric Bledsoe. A dude that can't really run an offense. They finally have a guy that can run an offense. So we'll see how that goes now that they have Drew. Um, they did lose Wesley Matthews. Uh, they did it. They fucking struck out on the Bogdanovich trade. Um, they have what? Vicenzo playing. Probably going to play shooting guard. They got no George Hill anymore. Uh, Chris Middleton is their second best player. Um, I don't know, like, it's just a lot of question marks, but I still think this team will get the number one seed, just because Giannis is going to be playing like a madman, and then Chris Middleton will play good during the regular season, and then he'll just play mediocre in the playoffs, so that's why I'm going to go with these dudes, you already know that they have a good coach, the coach will, they're going to play great defense, uh, they're going to be one of the top five best defensive teams in the league. You already know that. Uh, Drew Holiday is actually a good two-way player, so that's going to help too. Um, uh, but yeah, I feel like this team will be the one seed. Obviously, Giannis is going to ball. He's going to do his thing. He might, he's probably going to have another MVP-like season. He's Well, he's definitely is. He's going to be in the running for MVP again. So, it's hard to bet against Giannis during the regular season. He's just a, so good. He's a monster. Um, so, yeah, Giannis will be fine. They'll, this team will be fine. I think they'll be the one seed again. Top five defense and a top ten offense. They'll be a the number one seed in the East. Uh, for my second seed in the East, um, ah, man, I'm going to get butchered for this one, but I have the Nets with no injuries. If the Nets do not get injured, I'm the only player I'm saying is Kyrie Irving. If Kyrie Irving does not get injured, this team will be the second seed in the East. Um, so a lot of question marks with this team. Like we've only seen the the preseason games, but then again, in the preseason games, nobody really schemes for you. Nobody's really trying to lock you down. They're just literally playing the games, twenty minutes a game, and then they're letting the rookies play. Um, if this team, this team obviously is very, very talented. I know Kyrie came out and said all that stupid shit that they feel like, oh, I don't feel like this team has enough to win. Like we need another star. This is bull. It's bullshit. Uh, the Nets have a super solid fucking team. I'm gonna be honest. They have a good bench too. That's something they have. They have a good bench. Um, and that's another thing. The Bucks took a hit on their bench. They lost Hill. That was their probably their best bench player um so basically the nets i feel the nets are going to be the second seed without any injuries it's okay i can't bet against kd kd's still going to be one of the best players in the league Kyrie went healthy he's a top player in the league it's hard to bet against those two um 
But I, and also we gotta see what the scheme is. Steve Nash, a first-time coach. I don't know. Like, what if the scheme sucks? I don't think it's gonna suck. You obviously have KD and fucking Kyrie, so it'll make it easier for the team. Um. But yeah, to me, they're six. They're going to need Lavert and Dinwiddie to play good as well, like to have a shot of taking over that number one seed. Lavert has to stay healthy. Lavert does have injury. He gets injured a lot. Well, last year he was injured a lot. Hopefully he has a healthy season. I think with Lavert having a healthy season and Dinwiddie playing well, I think this team will be the second seed. Um, for my third seed, I'm going to pick the Boston Celtics as the third seed. Um, we saw what they're what these what the two young studs are capable of. Jason Tatum is a great player. He's showing. Jason Tatum is by the end of the season. Jason Tatum will crack that top ten player list. One of those dudes is gonna fall off the list. I don't know who, but Jason Tatum is going to be a top ten player by the end of this season. Uh, the they're, the Boston duo just keeps showing every year not to sleep on them. They get better and better and better every year. Um, also, Marcus Smart is a monster. You know, locks your ass up. Marcus Smart is a player. Dude, that's something I fucked up on. I should have put Marcus Smart in the defensive player of the year running. He's going to be in that running this year. I totally forgot he is a starter now. So, yeah. Marcus Smart needs to be added to that defensive player of the year running. It's going to be between Davis, Smart, and Giannis. Um, now back to back to talking about the seeds being the third seed. So they got Marcus. Uh, obviously, they got Kemba, but right now Kemba's injured, but he will be back mid-January. That's that's why I could not put the seeds higher. I feel because they're going to lose a, a lot of games without Kemba. Because he doesn't, he's not gonna come back till mid January, and then there's gonna be that adjustment period that they have to get used to playing with him again. So they're th- these guys are gonna lose games they should not lose at the beginning of the season, until Kemba comes back, and by that time, say you lose eight games, you already lost too many games to catch up to the Bucks and Nets. Um, but yeah, this team is is a good team all around. Kemba Walker playing point. JB playing shooting guard. Well, no, JB's going to play small forward. And then we got Marcus playing shooting guard. And then Tatum playing power forward. And then Tristan Thompson playing center. Um, I do, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I can't really talk a, a lot about that Tristan Thompson pickup. Because I'm going to be honest, I do not watch any Cavaliers games. Let's be honest, ain't nobody watching the fucking Cavaliers. As soon as LeBron left, ain't nobody watching that fucking squad. Unless you live in Ohio. Um, I'm just going to keep it real. So I don't know what we're going to get for Tristan Thompson. The word on the street is that Tristan Thompson had the, his best season so far last year. So I guess we'll see what that. Hopefully he keeps playing well. He is injured right now. He's going to come back mid-January as well with Kemba. So... Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, I think this team will be a third seed. They're going to have a top offense again this a top offense again this year, and a top defense again this year. So they'll probably be the third seed. Also, I didn't I didn't get to watch any of the preseason games, so I don't know how Nate Smith is going to play or Pachard. But so far, it looks like they were playing okay. They were looking fine. 
I'm pretty sure they're going to come off the bench. Uh, also, the Jeff T pickup for the C's off the bench is a great pickup for them. I think they'll give the bench a big boost. Also, Grant Williams. I expect Grant Williams to make a big leap this year. Grant Williams was a rookie last year and was playing solid defense. That's all he could play was solid defense. But then when the restarts start, this man came back with the J. So we're going to see how how much better he gets in the offseason. Also, Romeo Langford's injured. Like the Celtics were trying to build their, their bench, a solid bench with rookies and sophomore players. So we'll see how that works out. So maybe the bench will look bad during the start of the season. But towards the end of the season when everybody's healthy, hopefully the bench will look like a damn juggernaut bench. Um, so yeah, now... Let's talk about that fourth seed and get into the two sleepers. Oh, man. See, this one is kind of hard for me, boys. Like, picking this fourth seed is rough. Because, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, like, torn here. Because I, it's, like, between the Raptors, the Sixers, and the Heat. Yes, I know the Heat just made the Eastern Conference Finals. But I'm going to be honest with you guys, the Heat overachieved. I don't see them doing that this year. I'm not trying to sound like a hater because they beat my seats, but I, me and a lot of people that I talk to about ball, I know about ball, we all feel like they overachieved. But who knows? I, I, would, like them for, I would like them to prove me wrong. Um, but I'm going to just play it safe, and I'm going to pick the Heat. I think the Heat will be the fourth seed in... In the, uh, in the East. Um, I can't put the Heat over the Seas because the Seas are obviously more talented than them. But if the Seas are not healthy, they can take that third seed, I feel. But I do I do like the Miami Heat. I think Jimmy Butler is the perfect player for this franchise. You know, he doesn't give a shit about scoring five points. As long as the team wins, he is happy. So that's good. He'll sacrifice his stats to get a W, and that's great. It shows all his team that he's literally unselfish. Um, Bam Adebayo, hopefully he doesn't get injured or anything like that. I think Bam Adebayo is going to have a monster this monster year this year as well. Um, I know they just they re-signed Dragic, so basically it's, their, it's the same team, the same starting five with the addition of Avery Bradley. I like the Avery Bradley pickup. I'm going to be honest. I think that's a good pickup. Uh, Avery Bradley was lights out for the Lakers. He shot the three. He was a really, really good three and D dude. He's the he's he is still one of the best full court defenders in the league. He's still one of the top defenders at his position, so that's gonna help them a lot. But the reason I cannot put like I I'm gonna tell you guys the reason why I can't put the Heat over any of those other two team all those three teams I chose because I'm gonna be honest. The Heat don't have anybody that can... Jason Tatum cannot be guarded by anybody on the Heat or Jalen Brown. Like, yes, the Heat won that series last year, but that's because the Seas choked in those final two minutes of the games playing nothing but garbage ISO. I still feel that the Heat don't have anybody that can guard those two players, and Kyrie and KD are better than JT and JB. And, yeah... So there you have, and then Giannis, they literally put Bam on Giannis, and he becomes a freaking wimp. But who knows? I think Giannis this year shows that Bam out of bio can't fuck with them. 
Um, so yeah, I'm st uh, and I think Tyler Hero eventually is probably going to be a starter. I don't think Tyler Hero stays coming off the bench. He's just too good to keep him on the bench. Um, so we'll see. I think the the Heat have a good starting five. You know, Duncan Robinson solid. Uh, obviously Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, Dragic. Pretty sure Bradley will be the starter. If Bradley, I'll be surprised if he's not. Uh, but who knows? Tyler Hero does deserve to be a starter. Also, they do have none, but none was literally when he came back from the break, he was terrible. So who knows what's going on with that guy? So we'll see. Um. Uh, I and also another thing with the Heat, the Heat, the Heat are coached well, man. Eric Spolstra is still a really good coach. Um. That's something all these teams have in common in each conference. The top four teams in each conference are all well coached. They're all good coached. Uh, well, they're all well coached. Let me correct that. Um, but, yeah, I feel like the Heat have a good coach. So, that's going to help them get that fourth seed. Um, now, I'm going to pick the two sleepers. Obviously, my sleeper is going to be Toronto and the Sixers. Because, obviously, they didn't pick them for the fourth seed. Um I think the Raptors, you know, losing Paul Marcus Saul is going to be okay. I think the blow that's going to hurt them is losing Surge. Surge is going to be the thing that helps them. Um, to me, I feel the only way that this team is fighting for a fourth seed and above is if um, Siakam plays well. Siakam has to show that he can be the number one option or number two. Because Kyle Lowry, to me, is the best player on that team right now. Kyle Lowry proved it in the playoffs. Kyle Lowry had a, an amazing run. And as where Siakam played horrible. Siakam was terrible against Jalen Brown. He cannot get anything going against Jalen Brown. So who knows? We'll see how this team looks. The thing with this team, though, is their coach, their, their coach is probably the best coach in the NBA. Nick Nurse is, yes, he's a fucking crybaby. But the man can coach his fucking ass off. I think he literally is the best coach in the NBA right now. Him and Popovich. Because the thing he did with that Raptors team last year to have them come back like that. And almost they were one game away from the Eastern Conference Finals after being dead. That's insane. Um, it's just his coaching. Is he co he, he's very, very good at taking things away from teams. He's very good at that. Um... But I just don't know if they have enough to be better than the Seas, the Nets, and the and the Heat. I, I don't know. I gotta see. I do like the Aaron Baines pickup, though. I'm gonna be honest. That's a good pickup for them. It's gonna he's he's gonna be able to play the same role as Mark Gasol, maybe even better. We'll see. Um, OG. If this team wants to make any noise, OG's going to have to have a monster year. So it's going to have to be OG popping off, Siakam and Lori popping off for this team to make any noise. I do like what OG has been doing. OG has been improving. Like that kid was playing great in the playoffs. He had a really, really good playoffs run. Hopefully he can keep it up. So to me, that's going to be, I think, the Sixers... And Raptors are going to be fighting for the fourth seed. Uh, let's get into the next sleeper. Obviously, it's the Sixers. Uh, to me, I can't. It's hard to see what they're going to look like because they added uh, Danny Green. 
Danny Green was fucking atrocious by the way for the Lakers in the playoffs. Yes, his defense was solid, but his shooting was horrible. And that's something that Philly needs. Philly needs three-point shooting. So they got one of the Currys. They made a trade to Dallas. They got Curry. So we'll see how that works. So I think Embiid is a good player. But the issue with Embiid, I have... Embiid is soft. I hate to say it. Embiid over here, a big, tough guy, blah, blah, blah. Embiid is a fucking buster, man. Embiid always comes into the season out of shape. He's always talking about how he wants to win. But when they need him... He's tired. He's on the. He's tired. He's over here hunched over. <gasps> it's like me, dude. I walk like fucking ten minutes and I'm dying. That's because I'm fat. Imagine this, dude. He's fat and playing in the NBA. Like, come on, dude. Get it together already. Stop fucking around. Um. Um. So yeah, like every time they need him, beat his ass is hunched over, tired, and then Ben Simmons still can't shoot. That's why I can't like. The success of this team literally all rides on Embiid and on Ben Simmons. And if Ben Simmons still cannot shoot after being in the league for almost for five almost five years, there's an issue. Like you you gotta it's either you're gonna get that J soon or you're never gonna get it. Um it just hurts them so bad that he can't shoot. Yes, I know they just got two shooters. But those shooters are not even that good anymore. Curry's still a good shooter, but the, but Danny Green has been a shit shooter for like the past two years. Um, let me get the, let me make a correction. Danny Green shoots well during the regular season, but he shoots like absolute garbage in the postseason. Um, and I still feel that these dudes, I can't put these dudes over the seas, over the over the heat, over the over the Bucks for the simple fact that their, sh- their three-point shooting is really, really questionable. I said, we're, we don't know if they're going to be able to make any threes, if they're going to have the same issue as last year. They're going to have a new coach. They're going to have a new system. So obviously there's going to be that adjustment period. Um, and also, I feel like Simmons and Embiid are going to get injured. One of those is definitely going to get injured again. I don't know. I hate to say it. I just have a feeling. Um, like I, I think Embiid's a great player. I'm just gonna say it again, but the dude's always out of shape. Like this is a dude that can, that can give you thirty and ten in his sleep. If he would, if this dude was just fucking in shape, dude, he'd give them that every night. And this team would be fucking. This team would have potential to be a fucking three top three seeded team. And then just Ben Simmons not being able to shoot just hurts the fuck out of this team so much. Like, everybody praises Ben Simmons when he's over here shitting on the little smaller guards. But when he plays a team that has a player that can throw him, this guy over here scoring one motherfucking point. You cannot do that. Um, But yeah, that's why I can't. And also, like, another reason I can't put the Sixers over the season. It's like, they have nobody to guard Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown. Nobody. Like, this is just barbecue chicken all day for those two guys. Same shit with the fucking Heat. Like, Bam Adebayo about to slap their shit up and Jimmy Butler. And then don't even get me started with KD and Kyrie. They won't cook them boys. Like, come on, I can't. I just can't do it. I can't put... And then Giannis gonna always big brothers in bead. Middleton always plays well against these dudes too. It is what it is, man. It's like, I can't. Those are the reasons I can't put them over. 
All right, all right. I'm enough shit talking about Embiid, but and the Sixers. Uh, but I think the Sixers have a shot of being a good team. They just need fucking Simmons to wake up and get a magically wake up one day and be like, yo, I can shoot the three ball. I could shoot past the free throw line. Um, but we'll see. Also, the scheme. We're gonna need to see the scheme. What it looked like. We'll see. Um, Doc Rivers, I'm going to be honest, Doc Rivers is not really good at developing young players. Doc Rivers is one of those dudes that he likes them dudes that have been in the league for a year. He does well with dudes that have been in the league for a long time. So who knows, it's going to be a challenge for Doc because he's going to be coaching young players. So we'll see how it goes. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much it for today's pod. I'm pretty much tired already. I talked for like almost a damn hour. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. I hope all you guys are taking care of yourselves. Um, please, please, please be safe. Continue wearing your mask. Like I sound like a broken record, and I'll say this every at the end of every podcast, like to just stay safe. Like the reason I say that stuff is because this shit is not, like I hate when people say this. Sh- they say this is a hoax, man. This coronavirus is real, man. And it's like fucking with a lot of people, you know. There's a lot of people out there struggling because they can't find jobs because of this pandemic. Like, come on, man. Let's just try to end this shit, man, you know. Try to get this shit done with. Also, um, I know I tell you guys all the time that I'm going to come back and start potting like weekly. But, like, it's super, super hard for me right now. I'm just going to keep it 100 with all you guys that do listen to the pod. Like, I'm working 11-hour shifts every day. Like, Corona got your boy fucked up. Yeah, I'm making okay money, but, like, it sucks. So, it kind of limits my time to do pods and, like, do research and all that stuff. Um, And I, I don't know. I just don't want to come on the mic and just fucking talk about fucking shit that, you know, and be wrong. You know, it sucks. Um, But, yeah, I'm going to head out. Please take care. Don't forget to like comment subscribe all that good stuff um please take care guys don't forget i'm on spotify i'm on apple music i'm on speaker speaker um and yeah and i'm on pandora forgot i added it like a couple weeks ago all right dudes peace out uh your boys out